Before we go into this episode, guys, I just want to really quickly say there's a lot of bad language. So if you're with your kids in the car or your kids are around you while you're listening to this, just a heads up. There's a lot of F-bombs, a lot of S-bombs, a lot of every swear word I could possibly think of. Um, I was pretty passionate in this episode and um, it's one that I really think is going to bring a lot of value, but it definitely has a lot of cuss words in it. So just wanted to let you know that. There's also a little small trigger warning because I do talk about some some things, but you know, I'm trying to get over the whole trigger warning thing at the end of the day. I want you guys to be able to hear these words and become more comfortable with them. So let's get into the podcast. A lot of swearing, just so you know. <laughs> just want to clarify really quick as well. It doesn't take two weeks for the uh, exposure therapy. It takes like two months. So I know I, I said in the podcast episode that it takes two weeks. Um, it's actually two months or longer. So I just wanted to clarify that. Hey guys, welcome to the Emetophobia Podcast. Yet again, I'm at work, had an amazing idea while I was here. You might hear some clunks and some clangs here. I'm just finishing up vacuuming, about to do some mopping here in a minute. But um, I just want to come at you guys tonight with like a super serious, like real podcast. Like I, I love doing the podcast with you guys and I love talking to you guys. Um, and it, it does help out and I appreciate having everybody on the podcast, all the support that I get. And I love the shit out of you guys. Like, don't get me wrong. Okay. But I got to be kind of like tough love a little bit here tonight and say that like there's some serious ways that we can get over this phobia. And I think that just talking about it's one thing and it's good and we need to talk about it more. And I appreciate the talking, but we've done a lot of talking. All right. And we're going to continue to do a lot of talking. But I got to say that if we want to get some results, we really got to start trying and doing the things that really get us over this phobia. So firstly, I want to touch on the amount of inactivity that we probably all have, like I guarantee, I don't know, I don't know anybody's backstory. Okay, if this isn't you, then this isn't you. But I just got to say, I almost have to um, assume that a lot of us are either sitting at home all the time and we're watching TV or we're on our phones watching TikToks or Instagrams. We're not spending a lot of time doing uh, like, you know, progressive good things in our lives anymore. Okay. And yes, there is obviously um, a lot of uh, uh, meditation and stuff. But I gotta say, like, I love meditation. Don't get me wrong. And I'm all for it. But at the end of the day, like, is that really fixing us right now? Is that really helping us a ton? Cause like, I gotta say that meditation over the last couple months, I've been trying it. And personally, it's not doing really anything for me. It's kind of makes me calm. Yeah. Calm is great. I like being calm. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, what is it actually doing for you? You know what I mean? Like, what is it actually fixing in your life? Are you becoming a um, less emetophobic person because you're meditating every day. Like I just, I'm, I'm really confused on the meditation thing myself. Um, I gotta say, I think that instead of meditation, I think we should do a thing called reflection where we ask ourselves questions and, um, not why questions, but what questions, what did I feel in those situations? What made me feel that way? What was I doing when I felt like that? The what, 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 those, what questions are what we need to ask ourselves consistently. Those are big, big things in our lives. And I think that when we're meditating, we're trying to think about almost nothing and just be, you know, one with the earth and all that kind of stuff. And that's great. Maybe if that really helps you, then do that. But for me, that's just not the way I work. I think that I want results. I'm not trying to just sit here and like wait it out and see what happens. Like I've spent the last 
two solid years really pushing and pushing and pushing to get over this phobia and doing everything I possibly can. And that's what I want to release in this episode right now is kind of what I did to do that. So um, not only that, but I really, this is like the hardest thing for me to say as a person with metaphobia, but you really need to look into exposure therapy. I know it's scary. It's one of the scariest things you can do, but the avoidance behaviors are just going to make the emetophobia worse. And it's never going to go away if you just keep eating into those, um, you know, running away feelings that you have all the time. Every time something happens on television or in a, with a friend or somebody's sick around you and you run away from it, the emetophobia wins. Do you want the emetophobia to win? Because I don't want the emetophobia to win. That shit sucks. So I think the best thing to do is face it head on reassure yourself that everything's going to be okay at the end of the day. Make sure that you're reflecting on the situation and saying, what did I feel in that situation? Okay. I felt this way. Reassure yourself that everything's fine now. I'm okay. I lived another day. I didn't get sick. Everything's all right. Even if I did get sick, it's going to be all right. Reassurance, 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 nonstop. Like it can't stop. Cause as soon as you go back to the whole, like, but what if I do get sick? You know, what if, what if, what if the what ifs are going to kill you, man. And it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm being serious. I'm, I'm being serious with you guys here. I love you. And I want to make sure you know that like I'm doing this out of love, not out of being a dick here. Okay. Like this is serious stuff. And um, I think that the next step is to be active, start working out, start eating healthier. I think the way we all eat is really, really shitty. And I like, I don't want to call anybody out. And I, I know there's eating disorders in this, in this situation. And I, I, I'm totally all for that. And I understand what's going on. And like, I, I want to be empathetic towards it. And I, I get where you're coming from. Um, I just think that we just really need to fucking try, man, like really push yourself as hard as you can um, to try to eat a better diet. You can't just eat bread and peanut butter and crackers and macaroni and those things all day and night, man. It's just like over time, it's going to make you feel so shitty. And the more shitty you feel with the metaphobia, the more that mind's going to race, the more you're going to get those what ifs in your head. So I'm just saying, take that side of your anxiety, the, the, the um, feeling that uh, you need to eat all of these safe foods all the time. That's another running away tactic to say, I don't want to eat anything else but these safe foods because I could possibly get sick. That's just not going to help in the long run. And you're going to be very unhealthy because of it. And I know that a lot of you are losing weight. A lot of you can't gain weight. And I had the same problem myself. And I'll tell you right now, I've been gaining weight for the first time in my life just eating a vegan diet. So I got to say it works. You just have to eat a fucking lot of food. And it's tough because you have a metaphobia. And when you eat a lot of food, it makes your stomach hurt. I understand that. Right now, I'm so full. Like, I ate a ton of blueberries. I ate a bunch of cherries earlier. I drank an entire smoothie before work. I've eaten some of these avocado chips that I get that are kind of good. Like, I, I've really been just, like, stuffing myself with food every day because I have a problem eating. I have an eating problem where I eat way too much. But I figure if I'm – at least if I'm eating healthy, I'm, I'm not, like, hurting myself in the long run. You know what I mean? This food is making me feel amazing. It's not making me feel like shit like I used to feel when I would eat all the stuff I would eat when my emetophobia was worse. Um, I think looking into this thing called CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, I don't know too much about it personally because I've never done it. I don't really know exactly what it is, but it's something to look into. I hear a lot of emetophobic people do it, and it really, 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 really helps them out. So that's something that you should really look into. I wish I had more information on it in this episode, but that's something. Look up CBT. Type that right into Google. A lot of these things can be found on Google if you type them in and just do your research. I know it sucks, and I know it's, it's hard, but you got to think, where do you want to spend that mental currency? negative stuff like laying around all day and being afraid of emetophobia or positive things. Spend that mental currency on positive things like doing the research, uh, self-growth. Okay. Those kind of things are going to help you out in the long run. That's what I did. That's what I personally did. 
I did the research. I talked to my friends. I talked to my counselor. I did those things. I figured out what was actually wrong with me. And then I went from there and I kept learning. Um, let's go back to the exposure therapy for one second. Exposure therapy is huge. It's one of the best ways to get over this uh, phobia. When you face a demon head on, that demon can no longer hurt you anymore. I got to say that right now. And it's the best way to do it. And I can tell you, if you go on, on YouTube right now and look up exposure therapy, emetophobia, that's exactly what I typed into YouTube. And I found videos of people drinking gallons of milk and getting very sick. And like, there's a guy throwing up over the side of a building on a bunch of people down below. It's disgusting. It's terrible. It's like the worst thing I've ever had to go through. But I did it. And every time you do it, it's going to be shitty. And I got to tell you, like, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it at all. It's really shitty. It's like the worst thing I've ever had to do in my life. But it's the only thing that's ever worked for me. I would had this for 10 straight years and couldn't do a fucking thing about it. And then for the last two years or so, I've been dealing with it with exposure therapy and a lot of reassurance, a lot of um, self-growth, a lot of self-awareness. Like these things are very, very important. And I think that a lot of us lie to ourselves and say like, oh, I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll go to a Facebook page and post that I just ate some some chicken I don't think is cooked enough and then get some validation from other people with emetophobia and I'll just go on with my night and then just keep doing the what ifs all night until I go to bed finally at three in the morning after feeling sick all night. Like, I don't want you guys to live like that anymore because I you don't have to. And it's it's up to you to have to push yourself to this next level. And I got to say, like, with all the love in the world, it's fucking hard. It's really, really, really hard. And I'm being super empathetic here. And I, I, I totally understand where you guys are coming from. Like, I had to go through it, too. But I got to say that a, a, as a person who's gotten over it with quotations, you know what I mean? Um, I can say fully confidently that you can do this shit. Like, it's not impossible. And I'm not like some, you know, doctor, crazy, like counselor or anything. I'm just a normal ass person that had emetophobia myself. Came out of nowhere. I don't know why I got it. It just happened. I'm not sitting around though saying, oh, poor me. Why did I get emetophobia? This is the worst thing I've ever had. I guess I'll just lay around and do nothing about it. You got to fucking do something, man. Because if you just lay around and do nothing, it's just going to never go away. And you're going to have this for the rest of your life. And I just need to tell you that like, you got to try. You really got to push yourselves. Do the exposure therapy. Look into CBT. Look into self-awareness. Listen to podcasts about this. Come on my podcast and talk to me. I'd love to talk to you about this shit. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Let this shit out. Let everybody in the fucking world know that you have emetophobia. Because the more you let people know, the more you get this out, the easier it's going to be for you to um, come to terms with it and say like, okay, it's no big deal anymore. I've talked with everybody about it at, at length and I can't talk about it anymore. Like I'm, I'm literally exhausted talking about this thing with everybody. Like I've let all of my friends, all of my family, everybody around me knows I have this thing. So it's just like, it can't affect me and I can't go into my little hiding techniques if everybody around me knows what's going on. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like I said, the uh, the exposure therapy, though, biggest part of this all. Do that exposure therapy. It's super fucking hard. And I know that. And I'm here for you. If you want to message me and talk to me about it, I will talk to you all day and night about exposure therapy. It's great. Um, there's also a book. I'm going to be doing a review on it by Dara Lovitz. I'm having her on the podcast in two days on Friday with her doctor to do a huge um, explanation of a lot of the metaphobia topics. We're going to talk about a ton of questions on there. Um, big, big deal. So please uh, at, throw all your questions at me, the metaphobia podcast at gmail.com. If you ever want to send me a question about any of this stuff, I, even after the podcast, I'm still going to be answering questions. I'm rambling now, but anyway, uh, I just, I felt really um, kind of empowered tonight to just make this podcast episodes. Cause I know a lot of you have been struggling. A lot of you've been asking me questions on how to deal with your metaphobia. And I don't really know how to like tile that up into one sentence or one paragraph to tell you, here's the fucking, you know, magic cure. But at the end of the day, like it takes time. It's going to take you like a year or two to figure this shit out. It's not just instant. 
But the exposure therapy, like I posted a post today, takes about two to three weeks, maybe a month. And after that month, you become very comfortable with the fact that people throwing up is no big fucking deal anymore. And that's where I'm at in my life, where like, I get it. It's not that big of a deal to me anymore. And it's starting every day that I keep going doing this stuff. It just gets better and better and better the more I think about it. So I've just got to say, you guys are amazing. This is the best community I've ever had in my entire life. I've never met people like you guys. I, I, I am just like so, um, I have so much gratitude for the community that's been evolving around the Emetophobia podcast. And I just can't express enough how happy I am to have you guys in my life. And um, I just, I, I feel so empowered. Uh, I feel like I have a voice again. I feel like people are actually listening to me and validating the things that I'm saying. And that's something I've never had in my life because, you know, a lot of us with emetophobia are just told that nobody likes to be fucking sick. And at the end of the day, like you guys get it and you understand it and, and I can bounce some ideas off you and uh, everybody's just been so supportive. So um, that's it. This is the episode. I'm done with it. I might make a part two to this that kind of goes over a little bit more. I kind of rambled a lot in this one and I'm at work. So I kind of just threw it all together while I'm pacing back and forth in this back room. But um at the end of the day, yeah, you guys are great. So please, if you want to, uh, reach out the Instagram, the Emetophobia Podcast, email the Podcast at gmail.com. There's a link tree on my Instagram if you want to find anything else. Hey guys, I just wanted to add some uh, information onto the end of this episode and just say that um, I think another big thing is finding a passion. That was what I was lacking in my life was a lot of passion. I spent a lot of time thinking about how like shitty life was and about how like, you know, I got the shit under the stick here. I got emetophobia and I have all this anxiety problems and I just I can't do anything. And so I think that really putting forth my effort into self-growth and I started a business and then I started another business. Both of them failed. I got really depressed and then I went through this like whole eating phase. I've been an alcoholic in my life. I mean, there's been a lot of situations that have happened over the years that have kind of pushed me down and down and down. But I think they've also taught me things and taught me how to be a better person. And I think that failure is okay. And failure is something that's going to happen a lot. And I have to say, like, kind of at the end of this episode, that if you do fail at some of these things, it's okay. Like, it's it's okay to fail and then learn from those failures and just keep going. Uh, don't just, like, let it get you down for the rest of your life and just never do it again because you failed one time. Um, like, I failed in two businesses. And then um, I'm now on to my third. And I'm starting my third here soon. And um, it's it's revolving around crypto and nfts and a lot of other things but and i'm probably going to fail again and that's just okay like that's part of life it's you, you got to go through all these failures and eventually you get that one succession and you get that one succeed that you get and uh it really just gets you forward i think that the biggest thing that's been succeeding in my life lately is this podcast that's why i'm going to do this every single day for the next year and um it's kind of a, a new year's resolution in a way but i started a little bit late like at the ninth or tenth but still i was close enough to the beginning of the year so I'm going to do this podcast every single day. So regardless of whether I have somebody on or not, I'm going to release an episode every fucking day. And that's what I'm putting myself to. I'm holding myself accountable. I think that holding ourselves accountable is another big part of emetophobia and saying like, did I do the things I'm supposed to be doing today to overcome my emetophobia? And asking ourselves that question, being self-aware, keeping ourselves on track and accountable all the time is very key in this. And I just want to tell you that like, 
it gets better. It really does get better. It takes a lot of time and a lot of effort, but it gets better. And I, I just, I want you to know that it's not going to be like this forever, but you have to put in the effort and the work. You can't lay around and do nothing and expect there to be results. It just doesn't work that way. Nothing in life is easy. This is one of those things that's probably going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. But when you come out on top at the end of it all, you're going to say, holy shit, I did it. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm, I'm emetophobia free. I'm out in public with my friends for the first time in years, having a good time not thinking about everybody around me. Um, like for instance, I went to the new year's uh, Eve big party downtown here where I live. And we stood in a giant crowd of a bunch of drunk people. Like literally everybody was drunk and I didn't even think about it. I was like, whatever, I'm here with my girlfriend having a good time. We're, we're looking at the ball drop. It was amazing. So uh, I just think that, uh, it takes some time and some effort and you really have to put forth the effort, but it really does get better. Um, just some other little pointers here. I think uh, writing in a journal is great. I think that maybe don't do it too much though. I feel like writing in a journal too much. I've been listening to a lot of uh, self-help podcasts, a lot of business podcasts. A lot of them have been saying scientifically writing in a journal too much. It really doesn't do much for you. You kind of have to just write down your key points. Um, uh, not a day by day, but more like uh, every few days, write down the, the good things, maybe the quick bad things, move on. Because um, if we dwell too much on it, then we get a little bit lost in what we're trying to accomplish there. Um, that's just my opinion. You can do whatever you want as far as journaling goes. Um, and then, yeah, writing down a goals. So take in your, your, your journal there and write down some real goals. Like, where do you want to be in 10 years? Where do you want to be in a year? Where do you want to be in a month? Write those goals down and then write down ways that you're going to get there and really hold yourself accountable to that and say, yes, I'm going to watch at least one video a day of exposure therapy. I'm going to write down what it made me feel like. And then what, um, uh, what I'm going to do for the next day too. Like just, just keep, keep that going and writing those goals down and keep those, uh, those happening. Because if we're just going into this blind, um, we're going to get distracted and distraction is everywhere. You got your phone, you got your TV, you've got the outside world, you got your friends, you got your family, you got everything. There's distractions all over the place. So, uh, the distractions are going to try to take you away from the things that you really should be doing. And I also have to say, this is something I learned really a lot in business is if the task you're doing is hard and it's going to help your life, it's the right thing to be doing at that moment. So if you're looking at yourself and saying, this is really fucking hard. I don't know if I can do this. That's a good thing. That means you're doing the right thing for yourself. That means that things are going in the right direction because like I said, nothing in life is easy. Everything is hard and it's going to take a lot of time and effort. So if you're, if you're sitting there and you're saying things are difficult, you're going the right direction. You're doing the right thing. Keep it going. Um, that's pretty much it. I'm out of my rambling stage. I got ADHD so bad. I, I lose track of what I'm even trying to say, but I just wanted to add a little bit more value to the end of this episode. Cause I kind of ranted a lot in the beginning and I was a little bit aggressive. And, uh, so I just, I wanted to add some more, some more value on the end here. Um, regardless though, you guys have a wonderful night. You guys know where to find me. I love you all. And, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace out. Let's go.